0: Ladies and gentlemen, episode seven. Do we have a wow. new...
1: Do we have, like, new music coming in? or is that Yeah, just my... a little bit. That's what happens like when you got, a, you got the board, dude.
0: That's
2: what happens when oh, yeah. you got the board. I, I thought you were about to say that's what happens when you're bored at home. Suck. From the coronavirus.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tonewood Brewing. I don't even know which one this one is. Uh, um, I guess it's just called The Cut, maybe? Op Pilsner? Sure. Nice. Whatever. Uh, Matt... Sorry, I didn't let you kick it off this time, but uh, I'm kind of thirsty. So,
1: Well, my only question is, is it good? I mean, you're like, hey, it's like you just described. It's like you're looking at the liquor store and you're just like, hmm, beer. Let no, me read no, descriptions. I this up on Saturday
0: when we were moving my sister into a new house uh, down in Haddonfield. It's actually like a couple minutes away. Yo, everyone, in, right? everyone, everyone in your family right now, Justin, is moving. Everybody moved. My 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 middle the the middle kid, my sister Lindsay moved. Uh Amy just moved, that's the older one, and uh, I'm trying to move. And then my parents <laughs> are moving as well. So yeah, everybody's you know, it's a perfect time to do it during the old COVID nineteen. GTFO, GTFO. Yeah, trying to get the fuck out of this town. Uh Matt, what are you drinking? I guess you can um, kick us off here.
1: So I actually have it's from the same brewing company, Departed Souls. We've I think we've talked about them absolutely enough, but I've I never picked been up there
0: liar (laughs) trying to we're trying to get sponsored i don't know if that's ever going to happen but we're just going to keep following sharing everything that they do and everything that we drink so maybe one day we we can actually
2: us.
1: i was about to say like every single human that works at departed souls all the way to the guy who runs it they are all just the toppest of top men and quality i haven't it's, it's absolute quality so i'm drinking their winter ale uh their burberry which is very refreshing that's number one and then i actually ended up finding out their cranberry uh they have like a cranberry um beer that they came out with uh right for the holidays and i actually ended up finding one and i'm excited to try
0: that too because these are the uh the graffiti can
1: um i wouldn't call it graffiti no this is like Uh, literally it looks like a child drew on it which is very cute
3: that can is the ipa that they have at the tailgates it just has a name now
1: I was about to say, well, the thing is, it's like they made a can for it, and it's like, oh, it's for the Red Bull tailgates.
0: When am I going to get to tailgate again? (laughs) Uh, Right now, it looks like never at this point. Yeah.
1: Hold on, wait, hold on. I think it was Justin and I were researching it the other night. The first four, so if all the cancellations are correct, the first four Red Bull games to start, like if everything were to just pick up where it was, our first four games are home against Atlanta, away against nycfc home against dc home against philly
4: (laughs) rest in peace be a very fun one rest in peace my labor i
1: was about to say like hey guys welcome back that's you
4: you want those games
1: you
3: want to come back now bend over
1: you want to talk about zero to a hundred real quick. That is what the Red Bull season. Hey, you guys haven't seen a second of soccer. Boom. Let's just introduce you to our four biggest games of the year. Okay. You here go. you go.
3: Good luck. Have fun, kids. Cheers, kids. Can't we play Cincy again?
0: <laughs>
3: For the rest of the season,
0: just restart the season, but keep the win that we got. What we are want. you
3: talking? What are you what
1: talking point? about? I don't, I don't want to reset point? the season. We got lucky beating Cincy once.
3: I actually got a call from my ticket rep, Dana, and she called to, first of all, ask me if I got the email about what's going to go on with the rest of the season. But she pretty much said right now the MLS thinks 100% they can schedule the entire season, so they're not even thinking about a short or in- canceled season. Or dude, dude, we're MLB... going to be on a European schedule, dude. We'll be at fucking Red Bull Arena in February. Dude, mm, the MLB right,
1: right. the MLB Players Association came out today, said that they're expected to do a schedule between June 6th or June 1st all the way to Christmas. So that's about six months worth of soccer or of baseball. And they are like the team actually came out and said that, hey, the teams are like, yep, no, we'll play consistent double headers all the time.
0: Damn. Wow, it's a good thing I'm unemployed. I don't, I might not go back at that point because I'm just gonna keep drinking every day. Yeah, every like I, day. When, I, when I when I saw when I saw that could
1: could you imagine every single day, just double headers every day, in baseball?
4: <laughs> Originally, like the I imagine the most boring thing you know happening twice every single day.
1: Oh, there's wow. two golf ga- there's two golf games. Oh, so, fuck you. Who's
0: up, Dre?
4: You're not All drinking right. beer. I'm not, so I, I just finished drinking a beer, but uh, I figured for this recording, I'm going to make myself a nice double uh, old-fashioned with Ugh. wild turkey, so wild oh turkey God. old-fashioned.
2: Dre, can I just say how proud I am of you?
4: Dude, I'm so happy the with beard, it. The beard. It's just bar mitzvah, it's about, dude. He's a man. He's a man. It's also, also black walnut bitters, it adds like a very nice... Note in there, a nice, like, nutty note. It's pretty cool. Uh, this like is all nuts. said and
2: done. You better bring that over. We'll make some
4: Oh yeah. I could bring in one of the tailgates, you know, if we ever have a season again. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. I'll see you next year. All right.
4: I
0: think uh, who's so uh, Alex? Alex. Alex Keep the regular Me? circle. Yeah.
2: You already know. Drinking some Jameson, and Ginger Ale. Keeping it there simple. Go.
0: Keeping it simple. Kyle. Classic, classic Alex. Me? Oh, yeah, Kyle.
3: Uh, the other Kyle. I'm, uh, I'm drinking a, uh, a cranberry wine from Cream Ridge Winery. Oh. It's very
0: uh, classy today.
3: I have the Matt story today. It's not very long. Oh, there we go. Be. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> um, the tables have turned.
3: Oh, my God. So in my house, out of everybody, I'm the only one that, like, is obsessed with cranberry everything, and everybody else in my house kind of hates it. So Steph you, went so. to this winery um, about a month or two ago, and she brought me this wine. She's like, "This, I you just have to drink it. And I'm like, all right so i saved it for today
2: nice not
3: nice not knowingly Sorry. i guess but zero zero out of ten is
2: all it right. like a sweet cranberry 11 like tart out of 10
3: cranberry? really 11. Is that it's, good? Out of 10. it's pretty sweet but it has like a, a little bit of a tart to it it's i don't personally it's think the, it's too it, much in either direction it's, it's, I was it's about say, say, just sick. leave me a sip just leave me a sip. if it if yeah i was about to
1: right say way. if it's cranberry it's tart
3: i
0: mean yeah i was just gonna be like all right so it's basically cranberry oh okay makes sense it's really sweet and then tart at the same time. Oh, okay. <laughs> it'll get, it, it'll like get you cram- drunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it'll get you drunk and it'll fix your UTI. There you go. <laughs> <shoot. laughs> Wash out your system. Matt knows all about all
0: about those.
1: Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, I mean sure he might. He I don't knows.
0: I don't know. I'm not his doctor. Uh that covers card. everything on drinking. Uh we had a couple other random topics to discuss. Uh we're gonna save the the one that I think is going to start World War III here uh, for a little <laughs> bit later. Um, we kind of already talked about last week uh, breweries or distilleries that you would like to go to in the future. I just like to go to anything in the future, uh, any, hopefully any- sooner <laughs> than later. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anybody wants to chime on a uh, chime in on a specific brewery or distillery I'm that you want to do it. I was
3: I- about to as I say, Kyle, you can go first. I want to go my- next. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody else saw this. There's a distillery in Fairfield, New Jersey called Claremont Distilling. They, um, because of the whole coronavirus thing, they switched to making hand sanitizer. And because they're making the effort, um, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs actually sent them like ten thousand dollars to help them cover the costs of making it and everything. That's so they're like. Handing no, it out, and everything. I'd really like to visit that afterwards. Like, can oh, yeah. you
4: really over. just? Can you really convert the same equipment that makes beer into making hand sanitizer?
3: I don't know if they're using the equipment or they're just doing making it. because They have the space. That's
4: right. super cool. Though. That's
3: super cool. It's actually, really interesting. All
1: right. Um, definitely two brewing companies that I need to go to. I mean, I was hoping to get them done this summer, but at this point, I have no idea when this summer is even going to happen because. I feel like we're going to spend every day inside Um, Brooklyn Brewing Company because I'm just a huge Brooklyn fan. Like anything they have, I like, and I feel like, you know, it's always better at the source. And Brooklyn isn't – no, not the Nets, okay? First of all, (laughs) there's one thing. There's one thing in
0: Brooklyn we don't bring up.
1: First of all, and Dre and I will have this argument because Dre and I both liked the Nets, and then they moved to Brooklyn away from New Jersey, and now I want nothing to do with them.
4: They used to play what was the, the Continental Airlines Arena? Which Justin and I is? passed. Or, it, one no, was day? It, or was it the IZOD Center? Which one is it? No, IZOD no. Well
1: it was day? it it was IZOD, but originally it was the Continental Airlines Arena. Now now you, Justin... That
4: airlines no longer around, that arena's no longer around. Well, first of all, Justin and I drove by it
1: like last last Red Bull season and I'm just looking at Justin I go, What's that really small dome shaped building? He goes, Yo, that's the Continental Airlines Arena. I'm like, compared to work? other state yeah, it's still there. But compared to other stadiums, it's so small.
4: Yeah. Like Dude, I I went to see the Nets there in like maybe two thousand like seven or six or whatever. It was the year where they were like really, really trash. Like they were You mean every not, year? They were almost not gonna have like 15 wins that year, like, the entire season. It was, like, that bad. And we got free so tickets through season. something because, of course, and <laughs> I shit you not, we showed up and there were maybe, like, 1,500 people in the building. Maybe. Like, if and I wanted did. to, I could have walked up and sat courtside and no one would have stopped me.
3: More now, than I bet the it
0: Devils. It, wow.
3: I bet okay. it, oh. My last great memory of that place was seeing Judas Priest in 2008 on their farewell tour. Three-hour set.
0: That might be one of the greatest memories period at that, at that god moment. knows it
3: was some devils or Maybe nets memories yeah
1: now uh, uh, and then the other brewing company that i think like all of us because it's not too too far away like definitely it's a road trip but i mean guinness opened a brewery in the united states the fact that i we haven't done a road
4: say.
1: the fact really that we really? didn't yeah dude in baltimore
4: no way. oh shit, that's really close are you serious I mean, yeah right yeah, dude, fun, and they have like, story. and I was supposed to go to Baltimore next weekend with my girlfriend for the thing, but
1: a sure thing. thing. Uh, now you're not. But dude, now you're thing,
4: not. That thing was canceled. Um, so now we're gonna. I think it was rescheduled in August. So now that I know there's Guinness there, we might just fucking go to Guinness. That's awesome.
1: I was about to say, 100%. dude, they have taste. I was to say they have tasting rooms. They have like specific beers that like you really can't get in store. And I think that that's like that's something cool because I feel like if you go to like. The major brewing companies. I feel like it's just the same thing over and over again. But I feel like Guinness would do something a little bit different. Right. And I, I don't know. I was hoping to steal Kyle. Like we would just go down to Baltimore, go watch the Red Sox yeah. lose against the Orioles, and then go That's watch. That's a no for you know? me.
3: If I'm in Baltimore, I can only drink Natty Bo
2: That's going to be <laughs> a no for me, dog. We we can't just tag along with Drain's girlfriend. Just the guy's And in. for that
1: reason, and for that reason,
2: I'm out. <laughs>
4: all right, all right. Okay. Um, I let me see. Where would I want to go? Um oh, I got it. So last time I was in Boston was like two years ago. my girlfriend went to school in Boston, so she's like she brought me there on like a trip or whatever. and she was showing me around like her you know her college and all around town and all the things she wanted to show me. And I had two things I wanted to do. I wanted to go either to harpoon or to Boston Adams or Boston Adams, Sam Adams Brewery or to go to the JFK Memorial Library. Lo and behold, the only two things we library. didn't get to do are go to any mm-hmm. Of the breweries or the library. So um, for that reason, I do want to make my way back to Boston to go check out the Sam Adams Brewery and Harpoon because those are going to be awesome. I kind try of agree pre- with
3: you. If try you the pretzels. Sam Adams, if you go to the Sam Adams Brewery, fun fact, it's the only place in the world you can drink a Sam Adams while looking across the street at Sam Adams.
4: I actually know I was at a oh. bar, not a, not the brewery, but there was a bar He's across buried the street.
3: across the street.
4: No, I did from, that. Bro. That's not the brewery. That's just a bar. Because I was at a bar across the street from where, where he's buried. And I had a yeah. Sam Adams across. Yeah. Yeah. But the brewery is like a different part of town. But you know I, did do I thought that. that was
3: the brewery. Never mind. No. You know what? It was really
4: cool. I get to look at the cemetery. And they have a bunch of patriots and American founders. And Sam Adams. And I'm just like, literally so looking at the Lukowski's window. buried like, there? know. So
3: you,
1: cool? <laughs> so you want to know actually something really cool about both Harpoon and um, Sam Adams? Because my fiance and i we did both what we ended up doing was they don't kick you out you can sit there and try free samples all you good, day justin?
2: You good? <laughs> yeah <laughs> justin fell over and justin died. just fell over people yeah wow. let me let me finish this off here so distilleries i would like to go to i'm gonna keep it local uh i haven't Maybe been to like uh puerto rico there.
0: again <laughs> oh, no, no, puerto rico. Get so, hold on hold on
2: hold on <laughs> say, say,
1: say what no. city it's in again
2: Alex? i can't i can't actually what
1: do you mean you can't? I, what, did you I, forget?
2: I, I signed an agreement. I can't say it. On
1: disclosure.
2: <laughs> so, you know, on disclosure. so we got first. Come on. I need Kate
1: I need Kate my May fix. I need that, my fix. That.
2: Matt, I'll, I'll whisper sweet nothings into your ear later when you come over. All right? For now, let's get back to the podcast, I my want friend. you to yell them. Don't. <laughs> yell them. <laughs> <laughs> scream, scream at me. <laughs> no, but so number one, I got Kate May Distillery. Um, this was started by two college friends. Uh, all now,
4: the way down, down to Kate May. May. That's wow. a hike.
2: You, well, you want to go to Cape Baltimore? Brewing. While you're going to Kit May Distillery. Exactly. There's the distillery and the brewery there. I know Kyle wants to go to the brewery, but this go. dude, this place, like, I think they specialize in a lot of different spirits, rums, gins, vodka, bourbon, but most importantly, nice. whiskey. So go. one day we have to take that like three, two, two, three hour drive down there and uh, check it out. And yes, then, guys. We'll, New Jersey, it's you know, possible. An, an
0: hour and a half. Hour drive.
3: Is it really three hours? <laughs>
4: from here I think, it's like yeah, maybe. tippy tip tip bottom of new jersey yeah, it's like
3: probably to like two hit, and a half three hit, hours hit it's at minimum a 12 hour drive
0: <laughs> and we're not stopping we're the in bathroom, so some people can't come new jersey's uh, like three days yo long, justin hours. i don't
1: know justin you got something to say
0: i was making fun of the the <laughs> kid that you guys had on the road trip a while back uh last season
3: or, or oh two, you mean oh ago. oh
1: oh you mean the guy I'm who couldn't that. yeah you mean the guy who couldn't hold it when we were 20 minutes outside dc Yes,
3: that's the second time he was mentioned on this.
1: <laughs> we gotta, we have to bring him on so we can at least justify his story.
2: I mean, I had to really go, man. We I mean, just, we're only saying these because they are funny, funny stories. It's not, we don't. That's what, that's what this is. Like <laughs> okay. for those who are listening, like
1: you, I hope people have gotten at this point. This is a funny soccer podcast. That's, that's
0: what this is.
1: Thank oh, you for I'm listening. I'm
0: drunk. Hold on. No, that's not the wrong. <laughs> that's the
4: wrong. Uh, yo, also, now, well, well, being a podcast. now we're laughing. also a sitcom. Well,
1: so Dre, Dre said something really creepy to me once. Like we were watching a show and like the fake crowd once. laughter came on. And he literally goes, yeah, they pre-recorded those way back in the day. There is a solid chance that most of those people in that like laughing stream are
4: dead. Yep. Probably. Every single person laughing is most likely dead. They're, they they probably recorded in the fifties. Like
3: the 50s. Right, yes. the
4: fifties. So like, if you were twenty or thirty, and you're fifty. You you might be dead by now. There might be, be that one. guy holding out, but God knows he gets coronavirus, COVID, and oh,
1: wow, fucking.
3: Go. Oh, really? see now now we're just it's
1: taking crazy. shots
4: at now we're just taking shots
3: at old people. Wait a minute. COVID and quarantine. Didn't they do welcome home? No. <laughs> no. That, no. God damn it, Kyle. <laughs> In- this, this is why we, <laughs> we can't have nice things. I'm
4: out. Uh, Don't we have some soccer to talk about? Oh, we do have oh, soccer yeah. to talk about. I mean, kids. no,
3: but also yes. Yes.
0: Uh, transfer, rumors, wants, desires, any league. Uh, somebody I just saw said that he's not coming back to Chelsea. Pedro. Yeah, Pe- yeah
1: Pedro, yeah. dude. Pedro, Pedro said – I mean, I'm, honestly – I'm, I'm like- looking. I'm looking. I was actually talking with my one buddy who's a massive Chelsea fan, and he actually he's just like we're like because I guess like him and his buddies are all big Chelsea fans. He was just straight up like we're all extremely upset because he's a loyal soldier to the cause, and every team has that one person who is just like he's just loyal. He's loyal to the team. He's loyal to the badge. But like everyone was like, yeah, the writing was on the wall. He's not getting consistent playing time. Frank Lampard's playing the youth. Where do you think he's I- gonna go? He Hold can on. go anywhere. Oh, he can go anywhere he wants. If he's not picking up his player option on his contract, and he becomes a free agent, he could he can go wherever he wants.
0: Money, 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 money.
1: I mean, he's. I mean, here's the thing. So, he's from Spain. So I have to assume he's probably going to end up finding his way back to some Spanish league team.
0: That's what I'm waiting uh-huh. for.
1: And I'm waiting for my call up too.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So Dre, what? So soon as COVID's Dre, done. So, Dre, in the Bundesliga, what's, yep. uh, what what are, you, what are you hearing transfer rumor-wise? What's going on over there?
4: So, I've heard a couple. Um, a couple are very obvious ones, and a couple are, like, something I, I think might be an option. So, the one and most, you know, out there rumor is Timo Werner. Where is he going to go? He's the star of RB Leipzig, kind of the star of the national team as well. One of the hottest players in the Bundesliga. And... The rumors are Liverpool's always an option because they're, you know, Liverpool. They have the money. They're doing really well right now. That's one option. I also always hear the Man U, the Arsenal rumors as well. But any big-name team is going to always be connected to big players. So there's one there. I've also heard rumors of, uh, well, this isn't much of a like a trade more so than Ashraf Hakimi, who has been loaned for two years from Real Madrid to Dortmund, has been playing super well there and now Real really likes how he's been progressing in his loan and they are deciding whether or not they want to bring him back. But the problem there is if they bring him back they're currently starting uh, Carvajal in his position so it's kind of like an embarrassment of riches. You have Carvajal who's a solid squad player, he's in the first team, he's you know their go-to guy Dude, what are you and talking then, about? Carver, Carver
1: Hall right now, outside of Varane from Real Madrid, is
4: their best defender. Like Right. So you, you have that situation, but then you have this guy that you sent away and alone and developed like absolutely, maybe even better than you thought he would, and is playing super well and is very young and honestly can pretty much go anywhere he wants. He's also publicly said if Real Madrid gives him the call, he's going to go. So you have a team like Dortmund that could really use him and probably want him. You have a team like Madrid that, like, I was like, okay, cool, he's doing really well. We want him too, but the pl- place where he would play is already filled by a, another top-class player. So that one is always up in the air there as well. There's always rumors around a lot of players like that. I, I forget who the other one is. There's a player on Borussia Mönchengladbach. He's he's their center defensive mid, and I've heard of rumors of him going to uh, the EPL as well. So there's there's a couple players. That are always rumored. The big one that Bayern keeps trying to go for, you keep hearing them connected to the guy is uh, Kai Havertz, who is one of the most amazing young up-and-coming players in the Bundesliga. So Bayern loves having German players in the team, so that's another option there. So the Bundesliga is definitely an exciting, exciting league to see future stars develop. So it it really is the Bundesliga could definitely be a like a breeding ground for great players.
1: So one question I'm going to have cuz you bring up Timo Werner and Timo Werner is one of not only the biggest strikers in the Bundesliga he's one of the biggest strikers in Division 1's football especially in top 5 Europe. Where do you think, if he had his choice and Leipzig had his choice, like, had their choice, where do you think the best situation would be? Because I look at Man United, and, like, I, I hate the fact that Man United's linked to every single human being on Earth, and I really don't think yeah. he will go there. I'm hearing Next a lot week of my rumors.
4: Next signing for Man U. You have a dog? I want a dog. <laughs> no but um but it's rumored it's rumored
1: no but like my th- the thing about it is like i know i i hear a lot of rumors from the premier league because he's it's on my list as well i i he's heavily linked to liverpool but my one question is is where is he going to play i think even though bobby firmino he, bobby firmino is a great striker and i think he's a Does great
4: call him bobby firmino in English yeah dude
1: bob bobby, uh, Roberto, so you know
4: robert Firmino. that's weird yeah
1: know. no no but bo- like bobby Firmino, man
4: that's 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 dude his teammates call first, him bobby first, first brazilian guy <laughs> i've ever heard of called bobby
1: well, i mean roberto like in Eng- the english so it's robert
0: bob bobby yeah, i, I, I get, mean, get the i get where it word. stops for my dad bob uh you call him bobby forget about
1: Well, I mean, I think that's just. Well, I think that's just more of a respect thing. Like, you don't call certain people by like, you know, you don't put the Y at the end of a fifty or sixty year old man. You put it at the end of a twenty eight year old Brazilian striker who plays for Liverpool. I mean, no, no, but. Well, no, my thing about it is, is like, you have Bobby Firmino there. I really don't see why they would want to replace him because I feel like they're probably not paying him as much as they would have to pay Timo Werner. And I feel like Firmino is a better fit for what Liverpool is doing. And Klopp has made very, very clear that he loves Bobby Firmino. Where do you think is the best fit? If he were to leave Leipzig, where is the best fit you think he could end up?
3: RB Leipzig. He's not leaving. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Conversation um, over. I'm totally not a Leipzig fan, everybody. Yeah.
4: No, Broken. it's no. it's difficult because he honestly, whatever suitors come knocking on his door, he can they, they'll pay him what he wants and, and he can go honestly anywhere he wants right now. Cuz um, doesn't depends- he have doesn't he
1: have like only like a 60 million dollar release clause and the fact that a striker of his caliber like you're seeing strikers sell for 80 90 million dollars he has a release clause of like 60 something well, million dollars
4: don't realize I don't know if you guys know how we got picked up 3 or 4 years ago when I believe it was FC Augsburg was getting relegated from Bundesliga 1 to 2 he was on that Augsburg team and he's like well I still want to play in the first division at the time, Leipzig had just got promoted. He's like, "Fuck it, I'll go play for this new team." So he left the relegated team, went on to Augsburg, or, or went on to Leipzig, and then from there, Leipzig became very, very good, and he became a star there. But he was on a relegated team four years ago, so you can't imagine that when they signed him, that his release clause was going to be, you know, Neymar-level release clauses. Um, well, so you know, they're signing more, like
3: that turned out like it did right
4: all right the re- his release clause wasn't his contract at the time wasn't as lucrative as the player he is now he did that himself there's always the connection of Bayern wants the biggest German stars and as a Bayern fan I'd love to have him on my team as well but Lewandowski is also in top top form it, it's it's uh, one of those situations where teams like Bayern have a player Lewandowski who's in his peak and playing very very well but we want the the next generation guy also but if Lewandowski has three four years of peak performance, Timo Werner is not going to wait three four years to to be the starting striker for a team. He's going to go somewhere where he can do that tomorrow. And oh, yeah, whether that's Liverpool, saying. whether that's another EPL team, that's entirely possible. Whether or not he decides to stay with Leipzig if they make a, a decent Champions League run this season, you know, there's there's lots of ifs here to to see. But I would love if he stayed at Leipzig just cuz it makes the Bundesliga more exciting, but I I honestly he might be one of the guys to leave the Bundesliga this summer.
3: So, I could see him going to EPL if it was anything.
4: So yeah. I actually I have a couple the pretty the basic... I I don't see him going to a mid-tier. I see him going for like a title. No, he's going to a top Champions League yeah. contender. Like So like that those are the options for him.
1: Yeah. So absolutely. let me just throw a couple theories in there, and you know, one theory. I'm gonna throw one theory because I can go like, you know, for the next eight hours on theories. Here's one theory, and I think it would work out perfectly. I think he would fit well with Chelsea, and here's why. Though they have Olivier Giroud, Tammy Abraham, Michi Bachiwai, you know, they have three strikers who should be doing the job. When Chelsea plays or when you watch Chelsea play, they have such an inconsistency from that number nine position. I think if you're Frank Lampard, you should, instead of focusing all of your time and energy on Jadon Sancho, I think you should definitely bring in a solid number nine. And if you brought in a number nine like Timo Werner, I think that would solve a lot of their problems. Case in point, a couple months ago, they played against Man United And between Michu Bacuayi and Olivia Giroud, they missed about like easily six opportunities where all it needed was a decent finish, a decent tap of the ball and the ball would have gone in the net.
4: Timo Renner does not miss very often.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think if you're Chelsea, Chelsea should really try to gung ho, get themselves into the conversation. I don't, I don't, with the way Man United is, and the way made the Man United is kind of figuring out like what they're doing on certain things, I I don't think that he would be a solid fit there. I don't think anyone right now in division in any f- Division One football period is going to want to go to Manchester City at this current time frame. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to dive into that a little bit. I don't think anyone's going to want to go to Liverpool unless they are the ones, like Liverpool is the one reaching out. But again, I don't see, if everyone is still sticking around, I don't see anyone on that Liverpool, even starting 11, that's going to get changed. Like I said, and honestly, you see the way Josie Mourinho is right now with Tottenham. Um, Players are looking to leave more than people are going to want to come in, and I don't think people are going to come into that old style that Josie's presenting. I think Chelsea, if they're smart, should go and make a run for him.
4: That w- I think, yeah, I agree. I think he'd be a good fit on that team.
3: Yeah, I Absolutely. think Chelsea's going to want to make put like an exclamation point. They're good, but they need to take another step forward if they're going to really compete with some of these teams. And I think, I think he would be a fit at Arsenal, but that also depends on if the front office is going to spend the money for him. And considering how they're shipping out Aubameyang, more than likely, oh. I don't see it.
1: Well, that's actually. I was actually going to say that directly. Like, if. Well, I mean, for Arsenal, because I also have that on my list as well. For Arsenal, the one problem you have here is let's just say you ship off Obama Yang, which I know, Kyle, you don't want that to happen. And personally, I don't want that to happen. I want Obama Yang to stay at Arsenal because you see the way the fans worship Obama Yang. Yeah. I, I really would not want but to. But I see think him it's another.
3: I think it's another case of Arsenal being they don't know. I don't think they know what they want. They want to ship him out. They don't want to ship him out. It's been, what, two going on three years of we don't know what we're doing with Mesut Ozil. They, they don't want to step in a direction no matter what, what the direction is.
1: No, and I and I 100% agree. I mean the, the one thing you have here is if – Barcelona do come in and offer the money that they say that they're going to offer. It's going to be hard to say no with Aubameyang. And I, I think with Arsenal, especially with a brand new coach, who, you know, you see new coaches, especially in the Premier League, when they get appointed to these clubs, what they want is they want youth. And... I, that's again. That's not bad. Justin and I were talking about it on the, like one of our previous episodes. You have to play the youth. You have to invest in the youth because those are the players who are going to be here for the
0: next ten plus years. Yep. So. Or you're getting, or you're trading them, or selling them all. I was
1: about to say they have they have some form of value to them. There are teams right. that'll sell superstars Ooh. for two or three youth players. It's, you know, that's that's the type of things you need to think about. Personally, me, because I refuse to invest in anyone else on my fantasy team besides Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. I'd like to see him stay, but I have personal reasons for that. (laughs) Kyle, if you want to jump in, what 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 are we hearing from um, Syria? What are we hearing from Syria? I'm
3: going to start with the big one and then work my way down. The biggest one I'm hearing, and granted, this first one, don't get upset. Nothing's been confirmed by any party. It hasn't been commented on. But supposedly, it's being reported that Cristiano Ronaldo wants out of Juventus, and he's already picked his next club in PSG. He wants oh, to be God. up front with Mbappe, and that I think that obviously that would be dangerous. But I, honestly, he no, I, just, I, think, I think, think he just wants left. to win
4: the league in like five different I just, countries and call it a night. I think,
3: I think he knows he hasn't done with Juventus what he has in the past with Real, and I think. He just wants a clean slate so at this point.
1: The only, I, I hate to jump in, and I'm only going to jump in. Isn't he then on no. a streak right before? Then, <laughs> uh, on this, like, you know, right before the coronavirus thing, didn't he have 21 goals in 22 games or something like that?
3: He did, like, 20, 21 goals, but he's not even, in the scheme of things, at this point in the season, Ciro Mobile has 27. He's getting walloped.
1: Hmm. No, I, I get that, but, like, you, he also has to understand, and I get Cristiano he, by himself puts himself on this pedestal where he needs to be the best in his league. Yeah. Now, right. I understand you went to the – you went to, you know, the Serie A, which is a really good defensive league. I think it's a little bit better defensively than it is La Liga, but at the same time, like – What else are you looking for? You can't – at the age of what? What is he, 34, 35 years old? You also –
3: what did you say, Kyle? Well, my theory, to be completely honest, is going back to what I said. I forget who I said it about, but um, it's going back to like they're having the Yankee problem. He's not melding as much as he did on Real Madrid. They're going after all these all-stars and clearly – None Terrible of them are idea. shining as bright as they were on their previous teams, but they're still a very good team. So I think that's it's just a matter. I think, like I said, I just think he wants a new start. I don't think he wants to stay there.
1: I just, I, I hate to see it because, you know, when you when you have the Messi and Ronaldo conversation, like it was okay. It was forgiven that Ronaldo went from United to Madrid. That was fine. That was a, that was a stepping stone for him but you turn around and he's like, he keeps hopping from league to league to league. And the issue it, you have here is I, I just feel like that's not helping him when he's trying to put himself continuously in the conversation for best players in the world. Like to be one of the best players in the world. I think a lot of people think that you need to be on not one team, but you at least need to be loyal. And I feel like if he just like at the end of the season, dip dives and just, He's out. He's gone. Right over to the French League, which, again, I think everyone here on this podcast will agree is the biggest farmer league in Europe. You know, okay, so what? You're going to go to PSG, what? So you can win the league in May? So, so- here's,
4: he, here's what I think I, I mentioned earlier, but I think he's trying to do the same thing, I guess, Pep is trying to do, which is win, win the league in X amount of countries. You know, Guardiola did it in Spain, did it in Germany, did it in England. And then I'm um, I'm assuming Cristiano, he's won the league in Portugal, right? Um, did he win? Actually, did he win the league I'd, with United I, I or
1: would not? Actually, well, i well he definitely won the league with United. He won. He won the league with United.
4: The tri- I'm assuming he won the yeah. league with Sporting. He didn't just win a league. He won a treble. He he won a treble with Sporting. And, and won, won a
1: baseball. ball. And won and won a Balladour.
4: I'm sure he's won four goddamn. Uh, four or five Champions Leagues with Real, a bunch of Copa del Reyes, a bunch of La Liga titles, and then last year he won with Juventus. French League, that's going to make it five. And yeah, then the year that, after but... that, the year after that, he's going to sign with me.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: but... but He's going to me. Miami, remember? That conversation oh, from a couple that's, months he's that's ago? Got, a seventh he's got to go to Europe first before he goes to the U.S. Oh, the U.S. Yeah, is going to be like... One.
1: First and and foremost, Justin and I had this conversation not too, too long ago that Cristiano Ronaldo is the type of player where you see the type of physical being he is. If you don't think he's going to be playing at 43, 44 years old, you're out of your mind. Like he's a guy who's going to come to the MLS at like 44 years old and just absolutely run train. Tim Parker is going to be just scared trying to defend this guy,
4: which to be fair, Tim Parker is scared. Tim's going to be retired by then. Guys, when – when when Cristiano scores his first goal against the Red Bull, do we cheer? Do we not? <laughs> I just maybe they'll be playing for the Red Bull. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't pay we don't buy <laughs>
0: okay. players. I'm,
1: I'm I'm sorry, Alex. What what parallel universe sorry, I, I, I do you was, live I was in making, where? A
2: joke.
1: No, I get you were making a joke. But what parallel universe do you live in where the Red Bull signed good players?
2: <laughs> I think you're right. Are you joking? The Red
1: Bull the Red Bull are gonna be patiently still waiting for Sean Davis to be good at that point. No 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 hey, guys, I, I, I have
4: a plan. It's just a matter of time. A, guys, just... we have a twofold plan. Right, we have a twofold plan. Step number one has already been executed. Make Sean Davis captain. Step number two <laughs> is sure Sean, Sean, Sean Davis has to sign my scarf. And then the result of steps one and two is that Sean Davis will not be on his team next year. <laughs> so Dre I had, so, I had so, Sasha so it's a question sign my scarf. Next year he left to Orlando. I had Connor Lade sign my scarf. Next tired. year retired. So this year we have to go to to Sean Davis's signing. He's captain. He's gonna sign the scarf and he's gonna get can, the boot next year.
2: Can you have Parker sign your scarf too, please?
4: No, I love. Parker. Can you? Can, I'm just I'm just gonna invite Dre to the team signing event where every player has to sign the scarf. You, you guys know, like, if I get Chris Armors to sign that scarf, everyone's yeah. buying me a drink. Everyone
1: hey, it's a here. Stunning
3: move. A the Red Bulls fire everyone.
1: Hold on. <laughs> so Justin and I went to the player signing last year. Like, so it's an entire team signing event, and every. Players' table was slammed. I'm talking. You had to wait 10, 15 minutes to get a signing from any player. If you wanted yeah. to get Chris Armis, if you wanted to get Chris Armis's, you could literally just walk up to his table. No wait for the entire two-hour event. Oh, good God. One Cause greatest Because no, no one wants your shit. Nah, it's people are just but, intimidated, uh, dude. To get what back do you mean intimidated, dude? What are you intimidated, dude? I sat next Greatness. to that go- dude. I sat. I sat. I sat next to that guy at a photo event, and I literally told him to his face that he's ruining our club. Shook his hand, took a photo, walked
2: away. <laughs> so I'm like fuck kid the
4: balls on this kid
2: dude on, it I'm gonna, it.
1: Yes. On, uh, hold on hold on i'm gonna post it i'll send it to Dre so we can put it in the show notes there's a photo of me and dennis hamlet the general manager of the red bull i literally told them both how they're ruining this club and then immediately five seconds after took a photo i'm smiling they're both looking like confused
4: <laughs> that's wonderful that you got to send that to me
1: like
2: this kid so, really showed up just to bitch at us really yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> i showed up for every player Susan on this team i didn't Mitch, dude. Matt, shut up i think kyle had a point to make
3: so to get back on track though i have uh two more one of which kind of fits in with the ronaldo talk depending on how you look at it uh paul pogba's been uh linked to juventus apparently there's been talks there matt you watch him more than any of us how do you think he'd fit in with the uh, juventus attack
1: hold on one more
3: time my headphone cut out who's going to juventus paul pogba has been talking to juventus apparently how do you think that would fit into that juventus attack all
1: right.
4: let, let me let me stretch out because i'm all excited about this
3: if you uh, guys, guys would
4: want... all walk away matt's gonna rant for 15 minutes we'll come back Oh, okay, no. so, uh, Brand
1: so, warning! No, I'm, I'm not going to rant about it. I'm really not. So uh, what I was going to dive in with the Premier League is, number one, with Pogba. The back and forth. I explained it last week, the things that are, like, pissing me off. Um, Pogba's agent, which, you know, he does not help in any way, shape, or form. One day he wants to leave. The next day he wants to sign a new $400,000 a week contract. Back and forth, back and forth. And now there's massive rumors that, like, Pogba has told his teammates he wants to stay. I don't believe it. I don't believe it for one second. I think that, you know, Man United did Pogba wrong because I think Man United promised him the world. And then in return signed Marwan Fellaini to a contract extension. So it's, there's a lot of back and forth with that. If Paul Pogba wants to go back to Syria, ah, and, juventus is willing to pay i think united at this point i think from what i'm hearing is like 85 90 million euros a year which is basically what they paid for him basically they just want their money back if you can give us the money back you can have paul pogba because ollie gunner wants to kind of redo certain positions on that team especially because man united are extremely interested and are currently from what a lot of different Um, sources from Europe are saying that they are in the lead for Jadon Sancho, but they're going to have to front hundred million dollars for Jadon Sancho. And hundred million dollars is not going to come out of Ed Woodward's butt cheeks because Ed Woodward penny pinches more than anyone you'll ever meet. They're going to have to fund that. So what's going to happen here is I think United are looking to offload Pogba. And I think that's a win-win situation because I know uh, United don't offload players to, Premier League teams, if they're getting rid of someone, they're sending him somewhere where they're only going to run into him and during a European competition. And I think that works out dividends. If Juventus comes in and they want to spend, you know, the money that, you know, United want, hey, you want him, have him. You know, he worked out really well there. I think he's going to team up really well with the players that they have, and he's going to go right back to his winning ways. And I would be happy for him because Paul Pogwood deserves to be a winner. He is a winner. Um, I'm not happy Absolutely. with the fact that he's, I- I'm not happy with the fact that he's dragging out a, a muscle injury for like four or five months. You know, this guy is at his brother's wedding dancing, and then the next day he can't come back to a United game because yeah. he hurt his muscle. Just leave my club.
3: And honestly, Isn't I that... think that'd be a good bet. Cause like we've already seen a few Man United Syria revitalizations. So I, I don't think that's.
1: Are you you talking about Man United reject FC over there at Inter Milan?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Um, And my last one, though, is uh, which is my favorite one, because it's just it says a lot about this kid. He's 23. Fabian Ruiz. He's one of, if not the star midfielder of Napoli. Barca's looking at him. Liverpool's looking at him. City's looking at him. Pep Guardiola's saying he plays like David Silva. That's why he wants him. I, it, he's gonna have a hell of a career ahead of him if he's already being looked at by all those teams. Yeah, yeah I'm
1: letting you. I'm letting you know right now. Manchester City ain't signing nobody. I was talking <laughs> with Dre about this the other day, dude. Manchester City's gonna be put under such the microscope for the next few transfer windows, whether they get rid of this ban or not. Anything Manchester City does is gonna be under the biggest microscope of UEFA. I really don't see Manchester city outside of selling a few stars. I really can't imagine this team's going to try to keep anybody. I mean, that's, that's just me. I I think when I hear city, I I think that that's a team that's more falling apart than putting things back together. That's just my personal thing. And honestly, I think even though Pep Guardiola has made it very clear that he wants to stay, he's like, I have one more year left on my contract. I'm going to do what I have to do. If a PSG came along, and especially a PSG with a Cristiano Ronaldo came along, I really can't imagine that Pep Guardiola would turn down that opportunity to go to a French league where he would immediately be winning the trophy before the season started.
4: Yeah. It's not like Thomas Tuchel's in trouble, though. He's doing well over there. Not that, yeah, that and I thought he would thing, not do well, but you yeah, know but-
1: with the one thing that's been elusive to PSG is a Champions Dude, League I,
4: title, guys. I could coach fucking PSG to win the French league, okay? Like it's no, not a problem. No, so the French that. league
1: is so the for with PSG, the French league is not the problem.
4: Yeah, yeah. winning it's the, the type, French
1: league, it's, it's Champions, it's Champions league. league. All of that oil money that they are bringing in, they want Champions League success. You lost last year to a Manchester United team that started. Ashley Young at right back, and you lost to them. That's it. They, I don't have they, to. I, I, I don't have to say anything else. You lost to a team that started Ashley Young as right back.
4: They also like, eliminated Bayern two years ago and got our coach fired. So
3: imagine owning Manchester City just to own a team. One team that lost to Ashley Young and another team that has to pay two mil a game to play at Yankee Stadium. Wow.
4: Oh, good God.
3: Wow.
1: You're doing great things in life, champ. Keep it up. I have <laughs> faith in you.
0: Yeah. Thanks for joining us on episode seven, part one. Stay tuned for part two coming up right after the break.